Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Today's episode is the biggest nutrition mistakes for fat loss. This is episode two of the fat loss series. And today I'm going to talk about the biggest nutrition mistakes you must avoid when it comes to fat loss. I still see these every day and some of you might these some of these might come as a shock to you and some of them might not. You might already know them, you might not. So, number 1 is not eating enough. This is something I absolutely hate to see. When you don't eat enough calories that your body needs, it causes your metabolism to slow down. Research shows that calorie diets that low calorie diets can decrease the number of calories the body burns by as much as 23%. Also, this lowers uh, your metabolism and can persist long after a calorie restricted diet has stopped. And this is why the main reason 80% of people who go on a diet or a calorie restrictive diet pile on the weight pile back on the weight and even end up putting more on in the back end. I also did a webinar on this last night of how diets fail. But if you want anything to do with that, just let me know. So piling back on the weight, like you'll you'll if you're on a low calorie diet, you will also lose muscle mass by not eating enough calories. You will literally lose muscle on your body. And this also slows your metabolism down. This can happen when calories and protein is too low and you are not combining that with resistance training. So to stop your fat loss diet from affecting your metabolism, make sure that you never eat too few calories than is required, okay? When you, you don't eat enough, you will also be very, very easily fatigued and you will be very nutrient deficient. The first people, the first thing that people do or what I hear all the time is, I'm going to cut out carbs. I'm going to cut out this. And carbs is always the one that people want to cut out. So if you have always ate carbs, and you suddenly cut them out, your body will be very, very fatigued because your body uses the carbs as a primary fuel source. Then all of a sudden you take them out and your body's primary fuel source and it's gone and you wonder kind of why you have to drag yourself out of bed. <laughs> like you can still eat carbs and lose body fat. And that's a fact, like, you can. Like, so you don't need to cut out the carbs or anything. And also, especially for women, restricting your calories too dramatically can negatively affect your fertility and your ability to ovulate. Your, it, it, depending on your hormone levels, your, your estrogen levels can, can drop and your luteinizing hormone can drop dramatically. And you need these hormones in order to, to ovulate or for ovulation to occur to occur also you might experience re- irregular cycles or lack of them so don't over restrict yourself and and not eat enough eat calories folks 
Okay, and that brings me on to point two, that there are no good or bad foods. Foods do not have a moral compass. This is why you shouldn't go on a diet. You say to yourself when you're on a diet that you can't have this food and you can't have this certain food. And that puts you, that puts it into your head straight away that certain foods are bad. You shouldn't, excuse me, you shouldn't be ashamed to eat certain foods or demonize certain foods or even have whole categories of foods like carbs, for instance, taken out. Like everybody wants to cut out carbs. You shouldn't be buying into this mentality. Why? Because you are destroying your relationship with food. You need to eat all types of foods, not just for a variety of nutrients, but for the enjoyment of it, for the enjoyment of enjoying your life. You need to take pleasure in eating and not feel like you are constantly messing up for eating the wrong thing. Like, I get so heated up about it because it's something that wrecks my head about, oh, you can't have this and you can't have that. Have it. Like, like does eating white bread make you a bad person? Of course it doesn't. And if you like white bread, include it into your diet. And you can still include it into your diet and, and still lose weight once you're in a calorie deficit. You can have the fucking bread. And some of the most... Like, like, oh, it's just, you, like, of course you can have the bread. Of course you have the bread. And some of the most delicious foods in the world, you can have them and still have a healthy life, still lead a healthy life. You can eat the most delicious foods in the world and still eat a, he- a healthy life. Obviously, as an online fitness coach, I will always encourage my my clients to, to make nutritious nutritious choices to benefit their overall health but as there is no bad foods there are no good foods okay there's no bad foods and there are no foods that don't provide like like there's no bad foods there's no good foods end of story but there is foods that aren't as as good for you f- f- physically um and there is foods that that might not benefit you as much as your body needs as other foods do so some foods have ingredients that aren't nutritious like trans fats and artificial additives and stuff like that but that doesn't mean that we should form strict and rigid rules around avoiding these foods for the rest of your life or attacking the morals of foods or even given attaching morals to foods so you're not a better person if you eat more nutritious foods and you're not a bad or worse person if you eat something less nutritious we when we label foods as good and bad or even sins like them fucking Weight Watchers, we are giving that food too much control and too much power, which has the potential to lead to a disordered eating, okay, or an eating disorder. Restricting ourselves from ultimately, restricting ourselves 
will ultimately backfire and lead to binge eating cycles that is so unhealthy for you and your mental health and you just don't want to go down that road okay like here's a tip that i'll give you is like listen to your body if you're craving a food and you want it enjoy it then no it's okay to eat your favorite foods in moderation without guilt or judgment every meal doesn't have to be the most perfect doesn't have to be the most nutritious meal of your life one meal one snack one takeaway one chocolate bar one packet of jellies or whatever it is doesn't define your nutritional status or self-worth so point three is meal times do not matter when it comes to fat loss simple as some people think that if you eat certain foods at certain times of the day then you will lose fat faster than if you didn't this just simply isn't true it's a myth big big myth like a slice of bread at six o'clock in the morning is the exact same as a slice of bread at six o'clock in the evening if you're in a calorie deficit you will lose fat you will lose weight so like let's have an example of let's say you're on a let's say your calorie maintenance is 2000 calories this means if you eat 2000 calories you will stay the same okay you'll stay the same way so that's your calorie maintenance now if you minus that by 200 you'll be in a calorie deficit so that means if you are that that means that you are in a net calories of 1800 so that means you're in a deficit so if you spread out them calories during the day in different meals you will lose body fat if you don't eat anything all day and you eat 1800 calories before bed you will lose body fat the time does not matter unless you're a professional athlete it doesn't really matter it's not as important as people may think okay if you want to have carbs after six in the evening have carbs after six in the evening yes you might be having them a bit later on but you might ask me or some of my clients ask me and they say um if i have carbs later on in the day or before bed then surely i'm just going to surely i'm just going to have all that unborn energy and i'm going to store it as fat this just simply isn't true and it's a big big myth that needs to that we need to break and that brings me on to my next point which is do not go on the latest fad diet okay this is oh this just just don't do this this is my biggest pet peeve of i see them every day on social media and it just absolutely wrecks my head don't go on herbal life tea don't go on a shake diet just don't go on any any of it the simple fact is that you are not eating enough of course you're going to lose weight if you're like of course you're going to lose weight like if you're eating or if you're eating two shakes i mean if you're eating 
drinking two shakes a day, sorry. If you're drinking two shakes a day and you are going to have a 400 calorie dinner, of course you're going to lose weight. You're not eating enough. You're probably consuming about 700 calories in the day. And I would never put anybody on anything less than 1,000 calories a day. It's it's just not healthy. Like And especially for women... Um, it it's like it really really isn't healthy. Like your even your like your hormones for women, like your sex drive will go down. Like your for men, like just it's it's not healthy. Like you need to be on at least fifty grams of fat a day for your hormones to be right, and you need to be on a decent amount of protein. They're just they're just too extreme. Like they're and they often eliminate entire food groups. Like, I know people, like, kind of want to get results yesterday, and that's why that's that's why people go for the quickest ways to lose fat. But, and that's why they go for these fad diets. But, ironically, these fad diets aren't the quickest way to lose what? To lose what? To lose fat. <laughs> um, and I'll show you how. Like, so, what peop- what happens to people is... They lose the weight quickly with over restriction, um, and eating nothing and probably getting no nutrients in their body. They go off. They go off it right. They lose the weight and nine times out of ten they will pile it back on or even worse they'll end up heavier. Then they say to themselves, "Oh, I'll go back on that diet or that shake diet. It actually worked." Like that actually worked and they repeat the whole process over again and it gives a negative feedback loop. Like, and this is where you hear the term yo-yo dieting. People go from, drop from 80 kg down to, to 65 kg in weeks. Like, and then they, 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 pile it all back on and they're they're 85 kg and they're they're worse than when they started when they were at 80 kg and people do this for years like people do this for years and like you have to ask yourself then is that really the quickest way to lose fat and holy mother of jesus the other day i i honestly didn't realize how expensive all this stuff is one of the girls on the program, um, she did one before and obviously it didn't work. And she said that she was on that herbal shite. And you had to drink five teas a day. And like you would go through like a packet a week. And each packet was like, I don't know, like 60, I think she said like something like 60 euro a day. And then you have to like buy like all the other shit that you have to buy off them. I don't know what it is. It could end up two, three, four hundred quid a month on starving yourself. Like it's actually laughable. Like lose fat the right way, folks. And you will lose it forever. It's it's in the name of the series, Fat Loss Forever. I am trying to teach you the mistakes of other people. Fad diets are too difficult to sustain. Ultimately, they'll deprive you of essential nutrients that only balanced diets can offer you.
Don't destroy your relationship with food by going on a fat diet. Have a good relationship with food. Eat a balanced diet with nutrient-rich foods and you're laughing. Fill up your plate with colour, with all the different types of vegetables, all the different types of, have have protein, have a protein source with each meal. And Bob's your uncle and Mary's your aunt. Eat whole foods, not tea, not vinegar, not shakes, whole foods. And that brings me on to point number five. Another one that I see so many people do is they ask me before anything about supplements before any nutrition or anything like that they ask me about supplements it's the first thing i'm not messing it's the first thing that i get asked whenever somebody comes onto the program and they're they say what what supplements should i be taking and yes supplements have a place and yes supplements are beneficial but they mean absolutely nothing if you're not eating and, and training right. You can't supplement a poor diet. If you're eating, say, Ben and Jerry's every night and having a chipper every second night, and on top of that you want to take a magic vitamin, like, do you honestly think you're going to lose fat? Like, good luck to you. You're, you're going to need some sort of structure. Figure out what foods you like the most that are in alignment with your goals. Pick what types of exercise that you like. I'd actually put sleep before exercise. So pick your foods. Pick everything that's in alignment with your goals. Get your sleep right. Then pick the exercise that you like. Then you can start thinking about supplementation. When you get into a structure and start thinking of it as a lifestyle and not a quick fix for six weeks or uh, I'll do it for six weeks and uh, you'll be healthy for the rest of your life. It doesn't work like that. It's a lifestyle. Fresh whole foods. Have when when you eat fresh whole foods, you're 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 eating you're you're eating nutritious food that's loaded with all the necessary nutrients. It's going to help you improve your health and longevity throughout your life. Okay, so just do like eat foods, eat whole foods and obviously supplement after you get everything else right. And the last and final point is people don't have enough protein. Protein is a unique, it's the most unique macronutrient okay it keeps you satiated it helps build muscle it helps speed up your metabolism with the digestion alone now when you're trying to lose fat you don't have to have high protein diet as if you were if you were trying to build muscle but by god it will make your life a hell of a lot easier if you do it will make you fuller for longer um it, like hunger is the biggest enemy when you're trying to lose weight you probably won't give into it at the start if you have a low protein diet you probably won't give into the to the first kind of cravings at the start and uh, the first few times or even after the first couple of times then after that 
the willpower will go out the window and you will give in and eat the whole biscuit press in the gaff or in the house. Okay. Having protein with each meal, if you can, is absolutely key. It can be as low as 20 grams per serving, which will help you to get muscle protein synthesis and keep you satiated. Like going back to the fad diets people do, like (laughs) you're starving yourself on them because you're just not, you're just eating water or a shake or whatever it is, like or tea or whatever it is. There's no protein in there. There's no essential fatty acids or essential amino acids. Like you have to be getting in this, in these, and that, that is absolutely key. Getting in your lean protein, in your whey protein, your lean meat protein, your whey protein, your shakes, your 0% fat yogurts that are all gorgeous now. Um, like you need to be getting all these different type of uh, different types of protein added into your meals. And I actually did a post on this the other day of how you can get um more protein into your diet and you should check it out um as well. Um on davidryan.fitness on Instagram go check it out and it will help you. So, that is it for today. Um that is the biggest They are the biggest nutrition mistakes that I see for fat loss. I hope it helped. Please give this podcast a five-star review or a follow or a rating or a comment. It would be really much, much appreciated. And I will catch you all next week. Take it easy. And I'll catch you all later.